Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Well, well, well. After harassing me via text last night after I was asleep, I wake up to multiple texts from Gary Lezak. So I invited him on the show this morning, hopefully to give us a forecast for Baltimore for Sunday. Gary, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Can you believe it? I'm still on a high. We all are. As the Chiefs beat the Bills, I feel bad for the Bills fans. They I don't. don't. Yeah. Pretty sad, but. No, not really at all. <laughs> That's horrible. Not really. Not really. Not really. So you get um, a bunch of jackasses. Whoa. Yeah. Hey. Oh, my goodness. You know what? It's like. One one take from that game is like, who is the better team? The team that won? Exactly. Mm. I mean, the Chiefs were the better team. They have a better defense. They have a more balanced offense. And they beat the Bills. And a better I mean, coach. A better coach. Better quarterback. And, yeah. According and, to Hardman, and Hardman shouldn't play anymore. And, and you know, it's one, that's, those are my takeaways. Hardman should not be in there. Oh, he's going to play. Mm. Somebody's got to play. I know. Oh, boy. MBS. MBS was uh, amazing in that game. He's plus 750 to get in the end zone this weekend. Crazy. Plus 750. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, um, this is very exciting. Uh, Weather-wise, in Kansas City, you have a warm-up heading your way. I know it's foggy. It's been cloudy. It's been winter for a couple weeks straight, 20 days with snow on the ground, something like that, which is amazing. And uh, we're going into a calmer period of weather, just so you know, per the LRC. The next 10 days should be uh, calmer. There's uh, one more, two more storms to deal with, which will be mostly rain. Uh, tonight, tomorrow, chance of rain. Another system on Friday. The one that comes through us Friday, Friday night, is going to be a much stronger storm in Baltimore. Um, I, I don't know if you realize this, but Weather 2020 is now the official forecaster for the Chiefs and for the long-range forecast for the Ravens. Wow. And on January 1st, in our forecast for their grounds team, we gave them the forecast for around the 24th to 28th, there would be a significant storm. And here it comes. It's right on schedule. Pretty amazing. Now, for the game, there is a chance we get the dry slot. The dry slot. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know what that is? I sure do. <laughs> hmm. What is hmm. it? I know it well, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> they sell things for that. The dry slot is a sinking area of dry air. That um, causes uh, the precipitation to stop, rain, snow, whatever, if you go into it. So in a storm system. Did you know that's what it was? Is that what you were thinking? Now I do. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, is there a chance we're going to see snow, rain, sloppy conditions? Give me something. Well, um, it's going to be about almost 70 degrees there Friday, but that's Friday. 70? The cold front comes through. That storm produces rain. It's going to rain Saturday night an early Sunday morning, and then if that dry slot is a real thing, if it really, really develops, then it may dry out for the game. 
but there may be a few showers. So rain could be a factor, but not a, I don't think it's a, like a, a, a heavy, tremendous rain on Sunday if it does rain, so just a few showers. I don't know who that favors, but uh, right now in the 40s, near 50 degrees on Sunday, not bad, much better than what we experienced out at Arrowhead for our home game, but it is amazing. Now, I heard that you guys debated. I'm not sure what Nate said on this subject, but, you know, like the GOAT status of Mahomes. And because what I heard, and I didn't, I, and this, I heard from somebody else, so it's hearsay. Who? I heard that Steven uh, gave in to this statement that if, you know, that Brady is going to always be the GOAT because Brady beat Mahomes twice. And Mahomes didn't beat Brady. Is is this? A, did you say things like this? I said that the Josh, the, the Bills fans, got to get over it. Josh Allen has gone up against the better quarterback three times in the playoffs, and he's just lost because Mahomes is better. Just like the Chiefs fans had to get over it. You know, Brady came in here, and everyone had this stupid Tom Brady retirement party at Arrowhead. You know, and just poked the bear enough to where the the Patriots they won the championship game, and then the Chiefs had another crack at him in the Super Bowl, and they Brady won the Super Bowl, and that's all right. That's fine. You know, Tom Brady was, was what, what are you going to say? He right. Twice, a Tom Brady-led yeah. team prevented the Chiefs from winning a championship. He did, and the first time was the first time. You know, AFC championship game, it goes to overtime, but if you lose a coin flip, does that mean the Brady's better than than Mahomes? Well, I mean, Josh Allen lost a coin flip to, to Mahomes. What's that mean? Uh, well, there's a lot more evidence beside, beyond that. Right, but it's the same thing. Well, yeah, it's not the same thing because that's the it's only the same exact have. thing. It's the same other, exact other. thing. How's it <laughs> not the same thing? It's the same exact thing. It was a no. shootout. And the team that won the toss drove down and scored a touchdown. What are you getting at here, Gary? My point is that, the, uh, the, you know, if, if Mahomes loses to Baltimore, it's not going to be too shocking. If the Chiefs lose this game, it's at Baltimore. Okay, I understand. Lamar Jackson can move on. But uh, I, there's a lot of legacy on the line here. If, if Mahomes wins this game, if the Chiefs win this game, Andy Reid comes through with the game plan and the Chiefs get the breaks and they beat Baltimore. I think they will. A lot of us think that they're going to do it. Mahomes all of a sudden is is four and two in the AFC Championship games, and he's going to his fourth Super Bowl. And I think everyone thinks the Chiefs could beat the 49ers or the Lions. They will, and they could be. Three, then he would possibly be three and one in Super Bowls. Okay, that's huge for this discussion on goat status. Right? That is huge. So it's hard to get there. Six straight AFC championship games. We were all proud of five straight AFC championship games at home, but now it's six straight. And he came in focused. And Nate just suggested that you know the Baltimore Ravens are more likely to score thirty points when when the statistics would say completely otherwise. The Chiefs have not allowed thirty points. So if the Chiefs allow 27 or 24 or 21 points, they're now capable 
of scoring 24, 27, or 30 because they've shown it in the last two games. Their offense has lit up. But anyway, there's a whole legacy thing here. The Chiefs can beat Baltimore, go to the Super Bowl. We'll, we'll have to pinch ourselves if that happens. And it'll be nerve-wracking. I get extremely nervous. I'll probably be nervous for this game. But we're sort of playing on house money. We weren't supposed to be there, supposedly. It's just amazing. There's a lot of legacy on the line here for Patrick Mahomes. Now, will he get back to the Super Bowl in the next 10 years? Sure. Will he win three or four more? That would be just crazy for all of us. But there's no guarantees. He's the greatest of his era. Tom Brady was the greatest of his era. There was a, a little bit of a crossover there, but they, they, you know, they played for the majority. They will have played in different times. Joe Montana, I think, was the greatest of his era, and that's it. I mean, they, they, look, Brady did what he had to do. No matter how they won the game, they won the games. So you got to give him credit. Just like right. Buffalo fans need to give Patrick Mahomes credit. So you know what? We got a great quarterback, but he's not as great as Patrick Mahomes. Period. Now. And when it's all said and done, Mahomes very well could eclipse Brady's records. That will that will require a tremendous amount of longevity and to play until he's. I mean, he's <laughs> that's a long time. Can he do it? Sure, he can. Can he? Of course, he can. It'll be tremendously difficult, especially when you look at how loaded. The AFC is in quarterbacks, but here they are. Like you said, they weren't supposed to make it this far. They weren't supposed to be in the championship game. Everyone had written them off in the regular season. And guess what? They just might steal the championship this year. How does their offense look right now? I think it's terrific. I don't think they're getting enough credit for how good the offense looked on Saturday. That, that was his, that was, you could argue that was his best performance of the year. Right. So that's the that's the that's the trend. That you know, it's hard to turn it on after you have a season of what we went through. But they did of all the drops. And look, they they have not faced a defense like Baltimore. But Baltimore hasn't faced Mahomes. Right. Hasn't faced Kelsey. Hasn't faced Andy Reid. You can say the both. You can say the. You can say the both. This will be new territory for the Ravens and for the Chiefs for these specific teams. Stephen, thirty points. The Chiefs have not given up thirty points all year. Tell Nate. He resists that. If it happens on Sunday, they're probably going to lose. I I don't have them here all year. Who is the best defense in the NFL? The Ravens have been, you know. They, I don't compare player to player. The Chiefs have a really great defense, number two or number one in the league. Yeah, I mean the, the look. I don't think the Ravens are going to score thirty points in the game. You know, I was asked what's more likely, in my opinion. Um, the Ravens defense gives up a point less per game than the Chiefs. It gives up fewer yards and they create more turnovers. You know that that's just. That's just the truth. I I will say this. I still do have some concerns about the Chiefs' offense. Um, If they can have the kind of success running the ball on first down with Pacheco against this Ravens team, I'll be a little surprised. Um, I don't think the Bills' defense is nearly as good as the Ravens, and I think that was a huge factor in the Chiefs' success. You know, The Chiefs only went one for five on third downs in this game. 
against the Bills. I don't want Patrick Mahomes to be back there on third and long a bunch because as much as I do love that they're throwing it to Kelsey and to Rice more often now, I don't have faith in the other pass catchers on this team to make a whole bunch of plays. Like, they got MVS to make a couple of big plays in the game. That sounds great to me. If they can stay on schedule against the Ravens to where they're in second and manageable and third and manageable, then I think the offense can do well. But I I, I'm, I don't know, man. I, and I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I, I still might pick the Chiefs to win this game. but nope, not allowed. I think uh, – I think it is. It's a different animal going up against this Ravens defense than the ones that they've gone up against with the Dolphins and the Bills. You know? The Chiefs defense in the last several weeks, we'll go back to week 14 against the Bills. This is what the Chiefs defense has allowed points wise in the second half. After making adjustments, can we agree how much better did the Chiefs defense look in the second half than in the first half? It seems like after the first two drives of games, they just they get way better. Gary? Starting with week 14 against the Bills, this is what the Chiefs have allowed, how many points they've allowed in the second half. Against the Bills, six. At the Patriots, seven. The Raiders, three. The Bengals, zero. The Chargers, six. The Dolphins, zero. The Bills, seven. Think about That's that. That's amazing. And, and sometimes the Chiefs are trailing, and they still do that. You know? There, that's amazing. That's that's incredible. And by the way, it, it isn't. They were one for five on third downs in the last game, but the, the last third down was a kneel down. So that's one for four. And they didn't have that. And five's the key number. That's not a lot of third downs. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. They they did a great job on first and second down. Lebo, come in here, please. Gary's on the line. Come in here and talk to him. You want to talk to Lebo? I got yeah, something to ask Lebo. both of you. Lee, but we lost to the Jayhawks again. Well, that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about what happened in Texas last night. Come in here. Let me tell you something. No, 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 you're not working. We're going to help you work today. You come in here wearing an Oklahoma hoodie, then we're going to talk about losing at home by 15 to Texas, who wasn't supposed to be very good. Disgusting. And you've been very high on this Oklahoma team. You like what you see from this basketball team. I'll be honest, I didn't see very much of this game. What happened? Gary's listening. Hi to Gary. Hello, Gary. Gary wants to talk about losing yeah, to Kansas. I, I, I want to talk about losing to Texas. Uh, what happened? To what, what the hell? It was embarrassing last night. Texas was better than Oklahoma last night. They Was there a crowd? Did we yeah, a crowd packed there? house. Packed house. That's what I mean. And they went there and laid a big turd. You got to set up on a tee. You got Texas coming in here. They're not that good. Yes. I'm thinking Oklahoma's going to put it on them. Disappointing. I'm thinking, what the hell is happening? They weren't ready for the moment. Texas missed, just beat Baylor. They, they, mentioned, they missed a bunch of layups. They got out-rebounded. Um you know, they got down in the first half and came back, had to lead at halftime, had a horrible first couple minutes of the second half, came back, made it a game, and then wow. they just they couldn't do anything. The, 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 there's some good players on Texas. They got a kid who's from Oral Roberts, I guess, who's been in college for, I don't know, five yeah. years now or something. Right. And they uh, all he does is shoot threes, and they decided not to guard him yeah. when he was shooting. The That's a choice. I don't know how many points he scored last night. Um, and then... Uh, but said the the big kid's name Desus or whatever he was good and then Oklahoma just blew it terrible what it, awful what, what, else, what do you have to say about that Gary I don't feel good about it no. but, you know you know see what happens you know Oklahoma's ranked number eleven so you never know you can't see lose at home when uh, you're supposed to beat the team you know Gary I mean? said there could be a storm in Baltimore this weekend but perhaps a dry slot on Sunday 
What do you think about that? Weather. Will the dry slot be at the exact right time? Here's the question I have for you, Lebo. Yeah. Okay. If there is bad weather, if it gets sloppy out there, which team does it benefit, in your opinion? Hmm. I don't know. I'd probably even on that. Nate, does anyone have any strong feeling about that? No. Doesn't it usually favor the running team? I, I know they no, played no. in that horrible game. This was the last game of the year, though, the, the Ravens did against the Steelers. And I think there were, like, seriously six or seven fumbles in the game. Remember that was the rainy mess? Yeah. The Steelers. I feel like Mahomes yeah. is, a, is a good bad-weather quarterback. Mahomes, I've heard you know? Mahomes say he likes it when for the passing game. And it was also that it was game It's difficult for about. the defense to react. and you know, it was Lamar didn't play. I mean, you know. This is this going to be this is the two best teams in the AFC, and it, I hope it happens in the dry slot because right. I want to see a, a more clear game. Right. If, if the dry slot is developing, follow me on Facebook and Twitter. You know, I'll I'll be updating you. you have on photos that. of it. Um, <laughs> careful I'll take photos of the dry slot. I will I will share pictures of the dry slot. It's going to be right? the temperatures good though, right? I mean, yeah, well, yeah. It looks like it'll be in the forties to near fifty today. You know, you know that's going to be balmy compared to what. The Chiefs have played in the last couple of games. It's going to be 60 degrees here, they say, sometimes yeah, into the week. They say who's here? Them. Yeah, who is they? Them. Who's them? You know them. Like my friends go, Gary, they're saying it might snow tomorrow. I'm like, um, I'm they. Yeah, wow. you're they. There's been some so, bad for- hey, there have been some bad forecasts around here with you going, Gary. I'm just going to be honest with you. Oh, my goodness. We miss I you. I'm seeing almost, almost 60 it- degrees. Hey, listen, I came on Facebook Live that one time and explained how the storm was shifting south and you're going to get 5 to 10 inches of snow and you got it. That storm, the part of the pattern that produced that, will be cycling back through around, oh, February the 23rd, somewhere. February 23rd, we're going to get cold again? Next week will be yeah, the cold again. With that'll be, We've had two significant snowstorms, one uh, in November, around November 25th, one on January 8th, 9th. And just add, add, do your math. It's about six to seven weeks, and then six to seven weeks later, the pattern is going to return. That's what that's what the LRC is all about. And so the chance of that happening is about 75, 80 percent right now. You, anyway, uh, that's later. That's after the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, you want to give your done everything. You want to give your official uh, prediction for Sunday? Yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think it's going to be a typical situation where the Chiefs, you know, Baltimore sometimes starts out slow too. So this favors the Chiefs. What's the score going to be? The Chiefs are going to score 30 points wow. against Baltimore. All right? So I'm All just right. going to go with that. I'm going to go with 30 just to make a point. To Nate. 30 to 21. 30 to 21, a nine-point victory. Man. The Chiefs beat Baltimore. I like Love it. it. Who's got the, uh, who do you got in the NFC Championship game? I've got Detroit winning that game. Yeah, that's right. Uh, if, if Purdy... If Purdy can come through and and be focused and on, I, I he looks a little nervous right now. So I just think that he fails, and um, you know I'm going to go with twenty twenty eight to twenty seven, close close game. Oh, that's a nail biter. Twenty to yeah. twenty eight to twenty seven. That's three teams. Yeah. yeah. Well, anything else 20, you want to say, Gary? While you have the chance, you know what. No, it's just great talking to you guys. I hope sure everyone is. in Kansas is doing fantastic. Here in in uh, Colorado, it hasn't snowed much this winter, which is fine. I've already had like 25 inches of snow, but that's way below average for here. So I'm loving it. And I miss you all. And I'll be back from time to time. So 
I'll have to swing by and say hi. But I hope everyone's been great. Expect again today in Kansas City. You already probably know the forecast, but a little fog and some rain moving in again tonight or tomorrow morning. And into the 40s tomorrow and Friday. So the snow's going to melt in the next week or two. Next week looks dry and warming up. You might get up into the 60s next week. Thank you. Let us know if anything changes with the Baltimore forecast for Sunday, all right? Dry slot. I say Patrick. You say? Mahomes. Mahomes. Thank you, Gary. You're welcome. Have a good day. What's this about the uh, National Baseball Hall of Fame? We played your interviews uh, with Alex Gordon and uh, the College the, Baseball Hall of Fame coming to the Prairie Fire Museum, funded by Patrick Mahomes. He's a, partially he's a part of it. Yeah. So what's the what's the uh, timeline here? When's it going to be? When, when do they think it's going to be actually they open? They hope by the end of twenty five to have, have all the displays and all that stuff in there. But they're having a you know an induction here in town at the Marriott. In Alex February, Gordon. That's Alex Gordon will be officially inducted. They've been putting classes in this Hall of Fame. They've just never had a building to house it. And so there, there was an RFP re- request for proposal out there, and Overland Park went out and knocked it out of the park, as they say. Hit a home run, Nate. Well, looks like you've been covering all the bases. I think that's fun, though. Doing I mean. my best. Yeah, it's cool. I saw Bluma there yesterday. We're going to talk to him in a minute about it. I saw Alex Gordon. I Who saw else? Joe Carter. I saw Garrett Dieter. He was nice to me in public. He's so mean mm, to me. I don't believe it. What the hell was Gary Dieter doing there? He was there repping chicken and pickles. Looking for Yankees. Pickles right next door. I, I asked him. How many Yankees are in this? No, I asked him, uh, I mean, if you played baseball, you'd have been in this college baseball of fame, right? Right. You know. Joe Carter was there. Yeah, he just What did Joe's by. have to say? I love Joe Carter. I didn't get to talk. I just shook his hand and said hello. Joe's um, the man. And Best pecan pie. Oh, my gosh. That's pecan the first thing I think pe- of every time I think of Joe Carter anymore. How many How many shows can say that Joe Carter... M- made them a pecan pie. Not many. His probably. auntie's recipe. It's this show phenomenal right here. pecan oh, he, pie too. Um, mm. That's one of the things. This Craig Ramsey, who was now there. I have a sweet tooth. I know <laughs> that pie was so good. He he said that you know they've got a whole bunch of memorabilia that's in some sort of a storage thing. In so I'd love to see all that. Lamac in and, and, uh, and he said Joe Carter came by and brought him some stuff. Is so I mean they're they're going to come oh, out of the awesome. woodwork. Yeah, you know. So there you go. It's going to be all over. But I, Gene Stevenson, the Bloomers manager from or head coach, they call it coach in baseball, right? right? Wichita State College, was there. Yeah, all all that. I think it's that's so cool. cool. It's going to be very neat, and it's going to be right here at Prairie Fire. And and Gordo's going in. He was obviously a, a great royal, but I mean, he was he's he one of the was greatest college great baseball right. players of ever, all time. Golden spikes. Yeah. yeah, he won a lot of the awards and stuff. This this college baseball foundation has been passing out awards like that for years, but now they're going to have a place to house it, and they. They hope people will come by and check it out. But it, it, they're not putting a hard date on when it's going to be open because it's going to take a while. They said it's going to be very interactive. You know, so that's what I was wondering. highlights what, and yeah, all that plans. stuff. And then they'll have lots of – like they had some stuff there yesterday, like Buster Posey's uh, jersey. He was – Right, so like for people to love memorabilia and stuff like that, this will be, be great. It'll, it'll be great. It'll be very interactive for kids and all that to play with. Highlights you, I was so stuff. surprised to know that there wasn't one already and that it's not in Omaha. And I'm hoping – Well, that's what Gordo said in that interview. Is like, you know, he's from up that way and, and – uh, you know, the College World Series is excellent. If you've never been, you should go once. I, I went to watch my team lose. It was a wonderful. Well, um, <laughs> it's excellent. Um, but, it, it, you know, here's the deal. You, just, you, you put out a bid for these things, and, and Overland Park was better than Omaha. You know? So there you go. It's going to be here. Uh, here's a little bit of news. Uh, Joe Person. Carter. Who covers Carolina? You made that the name Panthers. Up. You're, you're telling me the man's name is Joe, Joe Person. Person. Yeah, he covers. It sounds like AI. 
he covers the Panthers for the Athletic. He tweeted out, uh, as I've reported, Chiefs VP of Football Operations Brent Tillis at the top mm. of the list for raiding the Chiefs new position in Panthers front office. Didn't Borgansi get an interview somewhere too? But then Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, quoted that and said, "Would be very surprised if this doesn't happen." From what I've heard, mm. Brent's been the kind of the numbers capologist guy. Will he be allowed to? Pick whatever quarterback he wants there. I, that, I'll tell you what. Everyone wants to go get a job somewhere. Sure. I think that's one of the places I would just pass on. Why? I'd wait for the next one. Maybe <laughs> Why? The, maybe the owner has been humbled enough now. No, that I don't think so. Dude's like, no, that. Don't don't drink at the fans? No, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's been maybe humbled. Not. No. That's part of the interview process. He throws a drink at you, and it's how you react. Yeah. That's how he judges whether or not okay. you have the job. Let's, let's go through a mock draft here. What quarterback do you want to take? This guy, wrong. Right. <laughs> drink in the face. <laughs> Chapel. Oh boy, man, that's that is a mess over there. So, listen, I Brant is a good dude. He's worked really hard for the Chiefs. If he gets a job that's moving up in the world and all that, that's great. But just hold off. I, I, there's else, a few places I wouldn't go, and that right now is yep. one of them. Absolutely. Can I give you? Can I read oh. you a quote? Hopefully, we'll hear it soon. But can I read you a quote from Travis Kelsey on the New Heights podcast? Yes. Oh boy, this is. I'll read you this quote. We'll look for it. Later. I don't give a damn if they respect us or not. I couldn't give a F, which is the F-bomb. Yeah. Fart. Keep disrespecting us. Keep telling us we don't have it all. We're in another AFC championship game, and we're looking forward to the challenge coming up. That's all I give a damn about. One of the best defenses we'll face all year. It's another away game in the playoffs in another hostile environment. I feel like he's talking to Nate. You I, think I so? don't care. Yeah. I feel like you he's talking directly to you. You don't yes. think I respect the Chiefs? I don't know the way the way you talk today. Well, listen, you have to have a healthy respect for the Ravens. Not yeah. as healthy as him. I mean, they're the, they're the one seed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it is. I, I don't think anybody's been as bullish on the Ravens as I have all year long, or as least as you know since I've been back. I, for some reason, it's just gone away. Has <laughs> it? He just. Gone he was. This guy, dude. Are you <laughs> while you were on vacation, Stephen. Just melted this guy, away. This guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that was easy money. Ravens over Niners. It was. Uh, I knew all along they were just going to crush the Niners. They're, they're so much better. Best team like, in the NFL. They're, they're no good. And now all of a sudden, a couple weeks, he's like, he just put all your money on the Ravens over Dolphins. All of it. They're, they're, it's they're, fine. Yeah, it's, when they're playing Brock Purdy right. and Tua, love them yeah, up. Yeah, right. They ain't playing either one of them quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. They're playing playoff Patrick Mahomes and Chiefs. Now, I'll take the three and a half points. I'm not doing that. I'm not getting all pissed off like he did at Sean O'Hara earlier. Don't do it. I have not picked the great. Ravens to win the game. Yeah, but you were, it sounds like everything you're saying, you, you, you're going to. I haven't picked the Chiefs to win the game. What's more likely to happen? Three and a half points. Okay. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you were the one I was sitting there with in the press box watching the Rams almost beat the Ravens. Yeah. It's like that game didn't exist, doesn't exist no. anymore. I, well, we watched Stafford put up 31. That doesn't exist anymore. Okay. But listen to me. What is more likely to happen? The Chiefs, I know what you're going to say. It's going to piss me off or whatever. The Chiefs scoring 30. Don't piss them playoff off. Playoff Patrick Mahomes scoring 30 on the Ravens. The Browns scored 30 on the Ravens. The Rams scored 30 on the Ravens. Or the Ravens scoring 30 on the Chiefs. Here's the list of teams that have scored 30 on the Chiefs. None. No one. No list. 
What's the list of teams that Chiefs have scored 30 against? It's three. They, they did it against the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Bears. Yeah. It's not exactly the Ravens. Yeah. I think neither are likely. I think this, if someone gets to 30, they're going to win this game. And I don't think either team's getting to 30. I'll take that. You know, feels like a I'll game in the that. 20s to me. It's the Ravens good, have a good defense. That's the a good answer. A good defense. Yeah. They but, can wait and say, oh, Ravens all the way. Well, I, 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 think it's, I think the answer is neither as well, but you didn't I'll, ask you me that. You can't. That wasn't that the question. Now. I'm not dodging the but question like Lebo over here. Oh, oh, the answer is neither. That wasn't the question. Are you the artful dodger? The question was which is more likely. <laughs> Why don't you move to I don't think either is likely. Get by the man. way, by just just for the record, How's that how many times easy. have the Ravens How's scored thirty this year offensively? I don't care. Uh, on offense, probably. Well, they how many times they played the Chiefs? A bunch. Seven times, and yeah. then again in the playoffs, they've yeah. done it eight times. I don't know why. Just call me. How they've been playing the Chiefs yet this year? Crazy. No. No. That's why I don't think they're going to score call thirty. Me crazy. These teams tries gonna, to paint me in these corners that I, I, I know I don't like. Chiefs. I'm going to lean towards the greatest quarterback of his time. I don't know why. Just something tells me that he's. Yeah, got, I'll be on that side. Hit. But I'll, I've been leaning on that all year, and they don't get to thirty. But you know what? I, you know what this reminds me of? It really does. Because now we forget about all this stuff is a race. Oh, yeah. This is all I heard before the Super Bowl against Philadelphia. They set an NFL record for sacks. There's no way the Chiefs <laughs> offensive line will be able to protect Mahomes. Right. How will they be able to stop and, Jalen Hurts? Patrick Mahomes and this unstoppable a bad ankle. And they won. They did. Yes. And they won. They did. Took well, a horrible call that bailed them out. Remember, here, here's bad turf. I guess here's what I'm here's where I'm coming from. At this, I think it's a great game. I can't wait for this oh, game. It's a fantastic I think it's the game. game I wanted to see all year, and I I want to see it. I it's think it's going to be, gonna awesome. be a game in the 20s. You know, I do, I, and I think that the Chiefs it is. can very much win that game. But, but you're not you know, them. like like when we sit here and say, well, they could, the Chiefs could have scored 30 against the Bills if one of their wide receivers hadn't had a colossal screw up. But that's who they are and this that's year. What they've been. Their wide receivers have colossal screw ups every once in a while, yes. and they're good enough to overcome it. You know, now I don't know if they can overcome. Like may, they might need to not have any colossal screws from their wide receivers well, this game. I, I don't. You think, know, like you know, the Chiefs ended up minus one in turnovers this past week and won. Yeah, um, and they, you know, listen, they won. Missed field goal by the Bills. I mean, there were some things happen, right? And Bills fake punt, uh, awful, dumb. But if the if the Chiefs go minus one against the Ravens, it's bad news. I think they got to turn the Ravens over. The Ravens cause turnovers. The Chiefs don't. I mean, I think that they're going to have to do some things that haven't generally happened to win this game. Why don't you go duck some more questions, Lebo? <laughs> try. Now playing for the L.A. Dodgers. I'm a Brooklyn Ty Dodger. Lebo. All right, Ty. <laughs> We'll see you later. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a question. See you out of Arrowhead. We're going to have a meal, maybe, huh? Uh, they, they, could, really? they could have some lunch out well, there. No, could they or are they? They said there's possibly a snack. Well, because I don't a tell snack me, or a I'm lunch. Gonna, I'm going to eat before I go. No, they, no. They, oh, they, they, remember, they have food out there. So hot this lunch? is actually... I don't know if it'd be hot. Or, or a wrapped sandwich. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Jake wants to break. Well, I want to know what my meal I is. Too. We'll take a break back after this on WHB. <laughs> Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. We'll talk to Chiefs Hall of Famer Duran Cherry at 9. And then Mike DePasquale, Mike's got this, Mike's got picks. But let's check in with our friend Jamie Bluma. What's up, Bluma? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good morning. I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to come on and talk about this. Fun day yesterday. So we had Lebo in, and he was telling us about uh, being there at the press conference and talking to 
Alex Gordon, seeing you and seeing uh, Joe Carter and others. Uh, you've been – well, you just tell us uh, what your involvement been uh, and, and, and tell me about the uh, College Baseball Hall of Fame coming over the park. Uh, I'll kind of Reader's Digest version. Uh, get a phone call from Warren Wilkinson and Eric Olson with Visit OP in late November, early December 2022 uh, and kind of outlying an opportunity – uh, to possibly get the College Baseball Hall of Fame here to Kansas City, uh, specifically Prairie Fire Museum at Overland Park. And I said, well, where is it? And, and it was currently it, it is nowhere. Uh, there was some thoughts about trying to have it in Lubbock, Texas uh, years ago, but they were never able to secure any funding for a physical, you know, brick-and-mortar building. So it was just kind of in limbo. Um, and I haven't, you know, been part of the College Baseball world um, was surprised it wasn't already in Omaha just because of the College World Series. Uh, but the fact that it wasn't in Omaha, I mean, that's one of the things that I mentioned to our group uh, when we first got the committee together there in early December 2022. I was like, the fact that it's not already in Omaha, uh, you know what, I like chances uh, just because of all the that we bring to the table uh, with Southern Park. So uh, with the help of, of our crew, including, you know, uh, Lieutenant Gunnar Tolan, and Let It Fly Media and Divisional Innovations and Fred Merrill at Free Fire, uh, Kevin Timmons, Shane DeWall. I mean, there's so many people on this committee. Uh, Alex Gordon, I was able to pull in Ryan Stanek uh, to help us do some stuff to try to put the team together uh, to try to give us the best opportunity uh, to be in the run. So we put together, and I hope I had a chance to see you guys, we put together a little pitch video uh, at the end of 2022 that we kind of had to have done before uh, the calendar flipped to 2023. And I think that really got our foot in the door. I'll show that to you guys at some point. And then as the process went on, um, we had to sign an NDA. So we really didn't talk about it. Now, we felt at the time that that was a good thing because at least we we knew we were in the running. Uh, and then some, some other things started to fall in place. Um, we were able to get... And Joe Carter's in the Hall of Fame. He's here. My college coach, Gene Stevenson. Uh, there was another huge tie-in with Jana Hauser, who is now his wife. She had formerly been on the committee for the College Baseball Hall of Fame. She is now back on the committee. She was there yesterday uh, with Gene, so we got to catch up with them. Um, and the now uh, formerly Golden Spikes Award, the, the Dick Hauser Award, is the College Player of the Year. Uh, Alex Gordon will actually be the first uh, winner of the Dick Hauser Award. Uh, that he will be going in this year's induction ceremony on February 15th. We'll talk about that in just a second. Um, but it was exciting, and everything was, you know, it, all about funding, and, and we were able to announce. I mean, the tie-in with Texas Tech uh, has to do with the committee that created the 501c3 that is the College Baseball Hall of Fame committee started back in Lubbock uh, in the early 2000s, 2005, 2006. They weren't able to get the physical Hall of Fame there, but that's where it all, all uh, shook out, obviously, uh, with Patrick Mahomes playing football at Texas Tech. He actually, actually played baseball at Texas Tech uh, as well. We kind of didn't know. It was one of those things that he was involved. Um, there was a lot of things we couldn't say publicly because of the NDA all along. But then for everything to culminate yesterday um, uh, with us making the announcement that hopefully at some point, second half of 2025, uh, with design from conventional innovations and, and everybody else. We have a block canvas to work from uh, to create an awesome college baseball hall at the Prairie Fire Museum. And so, again, win in 2025 is the is the target? 
Uh, I think probably second half uh, would be a guess. I mean, I don't think there's any hard time right now. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, there'll be instruction and design and all that work. So, you know, hopefully, by the end of 2025, um, that is something that, that we'd like to get done then. They would like to get done by then. I mean, I'm humbled better to have been a part of it, you know, kind of from the get-go. And to culminate in that announcement yesterday is pretty awesome. That is, it is, it is so cool, man. I mean, I, I, I guess I was surprised that there wasn't already one in Omaha, you know? <laughs> when I was as well. I mean, to be honest with you, to be, to be tied into cutout baseball as long as it has been with, with success that we've had at Wichita State and with what we do now as far as, you know, teaching kids stuff. I mean, I've been to the college series and didn't realize when they moved from Rosenblatt to to the new stadium over there that they hadn't, you know, built a, a part of it and housed it there to have not done that. I mean, if you, you stop and think about it a little bit, too, and this is kind of going into our pitch, like, college rules is great. And I just heard Lebo talking about it. I was up there for a little bit last year. Um, but it's also only two weeks. Um, so for the College Football Fame, they got to really, really busy two weeks. But what about the other 53 weeks or 50, 50 weeks of the year, you know? And that's where I think it makes sense in the prior development with the traffic that we have over there, uh, with all the things that are due and over the park, uh, with all the youth football in Kansas City in general. Um, I think it just made a lot of sense uh, moving forward, you know, for a permanent home long term. Uh, and, and that's what obviously the base college football fame committee, uh, they, they felt so as well. I mean, and that's, and that's the, I mean, the, the combination of that was yesterday's announcement, which, which was, uh, which was a big win for our committee. And coming up the, for the, uh, induction ceremony, which will include Alex Gordon, that's going to be February 15th. That will February 15th at Dillon Park Marriott. Tables are available. College baseball hall of org. Uh, I think you can get there through MLB.com. I think they have a website for the College Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, there'll be great representation. Not only Alex Gordon going in, that was just completely coincidental as far as timing and and all this. We, we as our group, went to Omaha. The, the induction ceremony for the 2023 class was in Omaha last year. Uh, part of our, our committee went up there to, to see that. Ricky Weeks uh, was one of the... Uh, Guys that got in a lot last year, so be able to talk to them and and see some of that. It's an awesome event. This year is going to be clearly Alex Gordon, uh, the former coach at Oregon State, uh, is going in. If you remember Ron Darling, Ron Darling still doing some play-by-play for MLB. Uh, Ron Darling's going in. He actually played college baseball at Yale. Um, so it'll be a, a, a huge. I mean, I, I, there's a whole list of and there's been a press release on already. So yeah, February 15th, uh, I'll be there. All committees being there. I'm. Mean, we'll have a ton of representation, Gene Stevenson, Jana Hauser, uh, a bunch of the Wichita State people. Uh, we've been fortunate at Wichita State. We not only have Gene Stevenson's in there, Joe Carter's in there who was there yesterday, Darren Dreifert is in, uh, Phil Stevenson, uh, former uh, unbelievable college player, brother of the head coach, Gene Stevenson, he's in. So we have a we have a pretty awesome representation at Wichita State. So we'll have a full contingent from there. Uh, and just everybody, you know, baseball Related wise in the Kansas City metropolitan area, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty cool. That's great stuff, man. That's an awesome yeah. uh, awesome thing coming over in the park. Gabe Bloom, always good talking to you, man. Thanks for uh, giving us some more information. We appreciate it. Awesome. We'll see you guys soon. Go Chiefs. Yeah, let's do it. Go Chiefs. You're right. That's uh, Jamie Bloom, our good friend, talking about the uh, College Baseball Hall of Fame coming over in the park now. Um, I'm going to talk to you about tickets for less uh, here in a second, and so let's play a little game here. Hmm. Oh, I like games. 
I'm looking at tickets. I'm looking at my Tickets for Less app right now. And if you don't have the Tickets for Less app, I don't know what's wrong with you. Download it. What is the get-in price for the AFC Championship game right now? Cheapest ticket, upper level, big boy upper level. You want to go, you say, hey, I'm going to hop on a flight, go out to Baltimore, root on these Chiefs. What's it cost to get me in the door? Four fifty. First AFC Championship game in the city of Baltimore since 1971. That blows my mind. Um, would you say four seventy? Four fifty. Four fifty. Four and a half. I'll go. Uh, I'll go four hundred. Right now, according to Tickets for Less, and I saw the people tweeting about this. The cheapest ticket available eight oh nine. Eight hundred and nine dollars. That's for upper end zone, row twenty four. Those messy tickets seem a lot cheaper now, don't they? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. True fifty is a lot less than eight hundred. Yeah, but I'm not seeing uh I'm seeing messy. No, I'm just saying. Not, yeah, but I not get my homes and I get it though. There's a lot on the game there. I mean, that's that's the first, like he said, AFC Championship yeah. game for many people in their lives in, mm-hmm. in Baltimore. Yeah, and on top of that, you're playing the defending Super Bowl champs, and you're you, you get to see Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes chapter one Oof. in the playoffs. I mean, it, like, what doesn't it have? That's all the it's bells an and whistles. I mean, it's an all-timer. And it's the most important game you can get short of the Super Bowl. So what doesn't it have? I mean, that I get it. That doesn't shock me at all. I get it. I mean, imagine if it was the other way around, you know? I mean, what, what was what was the getting price for Chiefs and Patriots when it was? Because that's kind of similar, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't in, remember what it was. Inflation's been a bitch. Right. Though. But, yeah, yeah. I mean. And it was bitterly cold that night. Yeah. But, but I, so, bet, I bet it was at least two or three hundred dollars then to get in the stadium. Uh, yeah, I bet it was more. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But you're looking at at least eight hundred. We'll see how. We'll see what it's Wednesday. We'll see what happens between now and Sunday. It's a far cry from the thirty nine dollar get in price for Chiefs <laughs> Dolphins. It's a little different. Hey man, a little different forecast too. You know, different clientele at that game. Right. That's exactly right. We'll uh, be right back after this on WHB. Another statement on the popularity of the NFL and the popularity of the game between the Chiefs and the Bills on Sunday. Front Office Sports tweeted this out. More people watched the Chiefs and Bills divisional playoff game on Sunday than all five 2023 World Series games combined. Wow. 50.39 million for the Chiefs Bills, a combined 45.22 million for the World Series. That's five games, so. Wonder how many people have watched the first two episodes of True Detective and guzzled up that nightmare fuel. So there's two ep- it's two episodes in right now? Yeah. Oh yeah. I told you. I know. Right. So, that oh. first, that that opening scene you texted me right away, right? Yeah, all right. I mean I couldn't my thumbs couldn't like text fast enough. It was like ah, Whoa, what? And there's now... There's so many questions. I'll wait. I'll wait a little bit longer since people complain that we give stuff away. But yeah. there's already articles out now. There are. There's even more ties from this season four back to season one. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I read Greg Gurley on last week, and, and he talked about waiting, like, having it all so he can watch it. Like, I wish I could do that right now. I don't want to. I, I, don't I want know, to do that, I know, but, like, I want to play this out. It's so I, Some people don't like it. I love it. It's, it's oh, it, it, yes. It's hitting all the notes for me. I, I, I kind of want to watch it, but I'm a little... Uh, You'll be fine. It's I'm a little worried that I might not sleep well at night. You'll no, you be right. Just watch it when the sun's out. It's not, <laughs> it's, it makes it better. I've been well, watching you know it during the day. It, with the snow on the ground and oh, being yeah. cold at, in the dark. Yes. Because it takes place yeah. in Alaska. Yeah. When it's, when 150 it's, miles right. away from and the Arctic and there's no And there's no sun. Yeah. Right? And so it's... it's Three days of a blackout, right? It's, just, like, it's spooky. Yeah. All right, so you, I should watch it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. you watched the first one, right? Yeah, I watched the first couple. I think I watched, how many seasons have there been? Three? Four. This is the four. fourth. Uh, okay, I think I've watched all three. I know one, watched one was two. one of the best series of all time. Two kind of sucked. Three was a little better, and this is not even. this. You is. know what, though? Two had its moments and had certain aspects about it. I liked Colin Farrell in it. Yeah. And his son, Chad. Remember Chad? <laughs> Not, yeah. You remember the little redheaded boy? Yeah, you don't remember Chad? Yeah, Is that the that. one with Mahershala Ali? No, that's, that's three. That was three. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to remember what two was. Remember Chad? The, the second had the. Where did it take? The place? girl from the Notebook. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, her. And Vince Vaughn. And Vince Vaughn. Oh Vince, yeah, 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 yeah. That was Vince the, Vaughn's part yeah. was not good. Yeah, that was. The, yeah, I, so I did watch good. all three. Yeah. I watched all three seasons. I guess but I better you, watch it. You then. can just kind of wipe yeah. away two and three. Yeah, two and three. This one connects with yeah. one. Connects you to one. Yeah. And there's an obvious the one was the, the spookiest. One was one right. was very, and very I, disturbing. I, not only the you won't catch but, it, but then after you watch the first two, I'll send you the article that's yeah. in it because it's mm-hmm. people that are goofy and really remember yeah. season one. I caught, season I one caught a part of it because yeah. I said something to you after right at the bat. Yeah, like hey, a couple things. Yeah, but then. The one that kind of blew that, your mind, right? Because that, that totally went over my head. Like, yeah. but the name is like now. It's like how it's I miss, really related. How did I miss that? Related, it is. It's good, man. We finished uh, great the show. You would like you watch with your wife, uh, beef, uh, beef. It's good. Okay, it was uh, nominated for several awards, and the guy that stars in it, he won for best actor in a, I think a limited comedy series it's all over the place okay but it's funny it's funny it's kind of outlandish yep it's a super unique story and it all starts off with a, a guy and a girl getting into a, a beef a road rage incident oh wow okay and it and it starts off just with them going back and forth getting back at each other but then the story spans out to all these different Ways that, okay. that you didn't anticipate. I think it's eight episodes or so, but it's really unique. It's funny, but it's there's a couple of times like what? Where is this? Where is this going? But you'd like it. You'd like it too. But we got through that, and then the other thing I'll recommend: American Nightmare, the three episode uh, documentary. What are you shaking your head for? You don't even know what it's about. I think I might. What's it about then? Go on, tell me. So it was it was it was on net it's on Netflix. It was I, recommended to me. It's American Nightmare. I think I've heard somebody. It's else. about a couple um, that uh, home intrusion, and there's a kidnapping, 
but the police and the FBI don't believe them, and they believe it's a hoax. And so then you have to you just have to watch this, and it's just so unbelievable. It's it's a documentary, right? It's a that's real like story. Say, this whole thing story. is like how, how how could any of this happen? That's how I, I, I yeah. It takes out takes place out in California, right? Wow. I wasn't shaking my head at like you. No, uh, the yeah, story but you, you watch like oh boy, right? I've yeah. heard a lot of people like it's it blows your mind. Yeah, disturbing. I've heard yes, too. but very well done and very good, and it's only three episodes. Yeah, but start. You know what? You'll I'm beef. You right. like it. You'll we we were looking for a new comedy to watch together. We started a show called Acapulco uh, last night, which is which was cute, but not didn't look great. You'll you'll uh, okay. you'll love it. There's plenty of laugh out louds. Nice, but it's okay. just but I, the reason I like I like it. Well, it was winning a bunch of awards, but then it's like, well, I can't compare that to anything. That's totally unique. I love stuff right? like that. Yeah, I love stuff. And like it was that. funny. It was really funny. We'll take a break. By the way, I'm not with Swan. What? Hendrix is not overrated. What? Swan. Oh. Reacher. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. So you like the way that wrapped I up? I loved it. Loved it. False accusations towards his love interest? Oh, I was completely wrong, but I was happy I was wrong. It was good, though, wasn't but, it? But I think your comparison of the, like... Late eighties, early nineties, yeah. like, that's like all the helicopter. Is. Like yeah, that. it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's I looked because I looked at Sue. I go, "This is ridiculous." Yeah. And she's like, "No way!" I go, yeah, "Of course, no way." <laughs> but how many things did Stallone and right. Schwarzenegger? They were so ridiculous, over the top. But we just said, "Oh, this is awesome." It just you got yeah. it. Yeah, this is, it's, it's it awesome. brought me back to that. It's Reacher. It's Reacher. <laughs> Reacher can do it all. You know, and have a, a smart ass comment. Let, let off it. some steam, Bennett. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I like that. We'll take a break back into this on WHB.